Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Shift. I hope you had a lovely week, as usual. Um, this week's guest is Brendan Sagalow. So, if you've listened to the podcast the whole time, I think he's been on twice before, to be honest. Definitely once, anyway. I think twice, though. Um, but he's a, one of my closest friends. He lives here in New York. He's a hysterical comedian. But this week, we chatted about what is love, um, self-care, and confrontation. Uh, and also expressing yourself so we just chat a bit about like kind of identifying when something is an insecurity um, and when to talk about something and how to talk about it and communication from our own experiences also Brendan chatted a bit about how his parents relationship affected his relationships and his style of dating and how he dated and learning to kind of understand that and recognize that um, and just yeah we had the general chats we really wanted to talk about weed and drugs and how that can affect your relationships and all of that stuff. But we never got a chance to go to get around to it. So we're going to do that as a part two tomorrow. Uh, so if you have any stories or anything, uh, DM me as soon as you listen to this, if you get a chance. And I'll be able to talk about that. And if you don't in time, no worries. But um, yeah, so we'll do that part two. That'll be up next week. Um, so we're recording that tomorrow. If you want to listen to it earlier, it'll be on the Patreon. Patreon forward slash the shift podcast will be on there tomorrow. Or if you want to watch the video for this episode, it's on the Patreon. So patreon.com forward slash the shift podcast. All the links will be here in the description along with Brendan's album, his Instagram and his website with links to his podcast as well. So yeah. Oh, other than that, enjoy this episode and I'll talk to you at the end. Yeah, but that's just as traumatic a lot of the time. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah, yeah. Dating is so traumatic. So traumatic. It's it's very traumatic in every way. And it's like, I think you and me are similar in the sense where... um, I don't know if what I'm feeling is a trick. You know when someone is so nice and supportive and they pretty much love you, I'm like... I don't know what you're doing. What's your plans here? I know. When are when? What are you gonna do? When is this gonna be over? Like when? When he? You know? Even if it's, I just, I always feel like it's gonna turn around in a second, and they're just gonna go, nah, no, I don't like you anymore. In fact, I hate you. Yeah, and that's because is that because you're well? There's probably a lot of things. Your parents are divorced. Your you've obviously experienced similar situations like that. Yeah, I am. I am constantly looking, trying to avoid every reason for me to not believe that love is real yeah. just so I can be like, no, it's out there. It, it's going to feel good. But then I'm also ignoring all my friends that love me. Like yeah. there's that love. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And I I'm just like, blah, whatever. I love that love. That's it. that's it's a great love. It's so good that you said that because that's something I've never struggled with. With friends love. I have great no. friends. I'll be there. I'll do no. anything for them. But when it's like, do you love a partner? I'm like, what is love? It's the it's the <laughs> intimacy part of like a partner. It's like you're like telling them shit that uh, you 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 wouldn't even tell anyone else. Yeah. And you're like looking each other in the eyes and stuff. That freaks me out. That uh, does? A little bit. Well, I, I love eye, fucking eye contact. I can look someone in the eye for 30 minutes just staring at them. Sometimes me too, but I think this is going to sound really pathetic. But there's mm-hmm. also something like, so if you kind of had situations where someone made you feel unlovable. So if you inherently believe that okay. and then someone is like, or maybe you have a low value of yourself and someone's just like, I think you're great. And they're looking at you. And you're like, oh, you don't think this person's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like hard to believe it. And it's more, it's more says about you than them because I'm sh- we're all great. But it's just hard when someone's like looking at y'all gooey eyed and you're like, all right. Oh, also puts pressure on you to feel that way back for them. And I think people who have guards up, it just takes a little while oh, longer. Oh, it takes me so long. So when they're looking at me like all gooey eyed, I'm like... It just, I start to feel a lot of pressure. It takes me a long time. Like, I can look back gooey-eyed and everything, but it only takes, it takes me, like, a long time to really start feeling it. To yeah. be like, be like, wow, I really do like this person a lot. I can be affectionate and all of that stuff, but in my head, I'm like, ah! I know. <laughs> I know. You know what it is? I think I always go, like when they're like super affectionate it's kind of like the, uh, basically the same thing i said last time but i think i i pinpointed it a little bit easier like when people are like that i'm always waiting for them like i'm like this is so loving that it doesn't feel real yeah. it can't be real this is like what i don't understand this like are you waiting for me to but then I go, I have nothing. What are they What are they tricking me out of? Like, I'm like, what are they going to, uh, is this person going to just get all my money? And then, and then well, every, every relationship, every dating has been, I have no money either. <laughs> so that, that doesn't make any sense. But it's always, I always walk out of every dating experience like, man, this is tragic. That was poetically, Shakespeareingly <laughs> tragic. Yeah. It was like, it's like, cra- even, even kind of now there's some things now that I, I probably won't indulge too much, but there's something that like yesterday happened and I was like, I was like, man, that's kind of, this is a weird, tragic thing, you know, that involves an, an ex-girlfriend. Oh. It's so hard to say on without saying, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, yeah, so I'm not going to. No, that's but. fine. We'll su- we'll switch it up. But I understand what you're saying. I like to think it's just like what you've had. A b- and a lot of people now dating have had a lot of bad experiences. So it's hard to not trust. It's hard to not bring in your baggage. And we're all like nearly 30. Oh my and people who listen God. to this are, even if they're 20, I'm sure they have baggage from 15 year olds. I have <laughs> so much baggage. Um, I think I, what I was saying to you before the podcast is as well is like, the question of like what is love so for me like i was saying this to my boyfriend he was like i love you so much and i was like having like one of those moments where i was like but how do you know yeah and he was like i don't know i just know and i was like but what and he was like i just feel it and then i want to say it and he was like so obviously you don't know since you're saying this and i was like i feel it too but it's not that it's just more 
I don't know if I know what love is because yeah. I've never. So he's come from like a two parent household where they still love each other. Crazy. And his life has been pretty easy. Like, I mean, you know, <laughs> I would be so mad if you were my girlfriend and you're like, his life is easy. I mean, it pretty much is. It's like <laughs> it's worked out well for him. I'd be like, you, know? you don't know anything about me. I mean, he has no he. Well, if he has, he hasn't told me about it. But he's just always like, no, things are good. Um, oh, yeah. Life I'm, is good. I'm a big trauma share. Yeah, me I too. I like to let people know what they're walking into. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you got to get on board because I could have a breakdown in six months yeah. and you got to know oh, why I'm yeah. wandering towards a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, and you're going to need to know the secret. Yeah, yeah. The, secret the word. word. <laughs> yeah. The secret word to tell me. Brendan, Brendan. When I say... Mr. I, Sniffles. <laughs> Mr. Sniffles. Think Mr. Sniffles. Mine is when I say, I need to be alone. You need to know what that means. You better come over here. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I couldn't I, do that. I need I need to be alone means, oh, she's, she's uh, losing it. Is that you, a conscious thing or is that a... Is that like in that moment when you say I need to be alone, do you feel I need to be alone or are you is it like a test to him to be like, come over? No, it's just an inability to ask for like help if my mental health isn't doing well. Oh and I've known God. this with past boyfriends where I've been like, something's happening. And I'm like, I need to be alone. Yeah. But I know that about me. So like recently we had, I was just going through it. And cause I was like having an anxiety attack because of the comedy stuff. And I was just like, he pissed me off cause I was sick as well. And he, I don't know, I just wanted him to like look after me and he didn't. And I could have just been like, I was like, I need to be alone. And he was like, okay. And he was like, okay, I could just be thick about this for a few days or I could mm-hmm. just be like, so I was just like, by the way, when I say that, it means I need you to come over and can you just come over because yes, I'm really not feeling well. And he was you. like, yes, thank you. Good I obviously you. thought when you say I need to be alone, I should respect that decision. Yeah. And then I go, yeah, no, going forward, if I say that, it means, oh God, you just come over that would <laughs> if be, you're free. <laughs> that would be very hard for me because I'm not good at um, taking charge in that way emotionally yeah. i'm not good at taking charge emotionally so if you were like i just need to be left alone i would go okay all yeah, you yeah. go for it i wouldn't be like no i'm coming over no and most I'm people wouldn't you some tea i know it's that's fucking... why i knew i had to be like this is my issue i need to just explain to him and then we like laughed about it yes, and i was like i am being re- but it took me i'm 30 it took me years to be able to be like actually i need help it's actually, crazy yeah I, I, you know, because, and I think, you know, I don't, maybe it's a cultural thing, but I was definitely, you know, in the headspace of you just got to get on with things and you just got to yeah. power through. And that's nearly the worst thing to do. Well, because it's, it's, it's not just like, it's like some, it's like emotionally strong. It's emotional, emotional weakness wrapped in, in, like a strongness you're like i'm just powering through when really what you're doing is avoiding the conflict and not taking care of it so you're going no i'm moving on this is my katie this is my shit i mean the stuff that i this is like what it all boils down to every therapy session is this him going you're pretending to to handle it by not handling it yeah. i'm going i'm not even going to talk to that person which is my fake way of going i'm handling this confrontation yeah. when really i'm just trying to not feel that pain and i'll tell you why this is a nice little fucking this is a little breakthrough that i've realized it's because of my fucking mom dude yeah. it's because fucking moms i'll tell you that <laughs> i love my mom right now i love my mom i've always loved my mom but me and my mom get along very well now she got kicked off twitter for saying something she calls me she calls me did i tell you this she calls me and she goes she goes well 
I got kicked off Twitter and I, I was like, why? And she said, she said, she's like, cause I tweeted, I wanted to put Laura, they, she, she goes, I tweeted, they should put Laura Ingram's head on a pike. And it, mean, which is so, uh, that's really graphic. Yeah. And if you know, Laura, Laura Ingram is a, is a, um, like a news correspondent for Fox or something okay. like that. And I was like, I was just like, my mom just like, she was like, and now they're censoring me. Okay, they're trying well, to take me out. They're censoring me. Is she tweeting from Games of Thrones? <laughs> she's a like, pike? How graphic is that? <laughs> this is very Sean Penn. A pike? <laughs> Spoiler alert for anyone who didn't see the first five minutes of Game of Thrones. <laughs> I was like, yeah, right. I was like, mom, why are you even on Twitter? Like, who's reading? I know, who's yeah. watching who's your the, content? Yeah, I'm surprised. Who's she- reading my mom's content? I'm surprised she even got reported. She probably has about 10 followers. I know. Fucking. I mean, some chick at a grocery store that she sees every day was like. <laughs> oh, I just said my mom's name. It's okay. I'll cut it out. Yeah, I'll remember. Pl- just bleep it. Uh, 13 minutes. Okay. Yeah, just bleep it. Um, um, let me write that down so I don't forget. But why did your mom. Why is she. Uh, oh, because I was. When, when I was growing up, um, if I did something wrong. Mm-hmm. On any scale, it was a screaming match. My mom would, my mom would really yell at me. She ne- she would never come with like, you know, any real understanding. I know that this is like m- suburbia white trauma. That's st- no sorry. But that's still very. It, it is emotionally abusive, and like yeah. I see like the way my stepmom talks to my brothers and sisters when I was like younger, and how she'd be like, okay. You know, she'd be mad yeah. and she might take a couple of seconds to have to, but she'd have a proper conversation with them. And I remember being like, wow, yeah. that's how you can do things. And <laughs> and the way my mom handles, like, if I tell her something like, hey, you, what you just did was, you know, hurt me, mm-hmm. she would, she wouldn't process that and go, oh, well, let me think about that. And then come up to me later and be like, you know, I was thinking about it, I'm sorry, blah, 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 or even saying I'm sorry immediately. And whatever she would always turn it around. She wouldn't go. She would go, well, because you did this. So, she, or she, what she meant was like, what I meant was, this is so vulnerable, and I have anxiety, so I'm like tripping over my words right now. No, that's okay. This it's is great. you're doing exactly what you need to do. It's which great. Is talk about well, your- my therapist goes on vacation every August. <laughs> what a bastard! So August is my worst month. I start painting my nails. I get piercings and tattoos. It's horrible. So. <laughs> My mom, like, so, so what she would do is she would say, well, you do this to me. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't go, she wouldn't go, I'm so sorry. She would just go like, yeah, well, what about me? I mean, so, you're the child and she's yes. the adult. And exactly. Yeah. And then I would say to my dad, I would like, so we'd get in this big screaming match where I go, that's not right. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I'm telling you, whatever. And then I would tell my dad, it would blow up. My mom would cry. She'd be slamming doors. My mom did this thing where we would be fucking arguing. And then I would go into my room and she'd go into whatever her thing is. And we used to, we we ended up laughing about it after a while. We'd be like, here comes mom, three, two. She'll always come back in and be like, and another fucking thing. She'd come back in and do that. And eventually we were all just laughing at her for doing that. But, uh, which was probably worse. She'd like open the door. And we'd be like, yeah. And she's like, no, I'm serious. Yeah. But anyway, so I couldn't, I can't ever bring up my problem with people without, without being like, this is going to be a huge headache that I don't, I probably can't handle. Yeah. And my dad would always go, just say sorry. I know. And he that's was, not. he was such like that. He was like, just say sorry. It'll all go away. Blah, 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 blah. 
So I just grew up to like avoid confrontation and then also just, uh, you know, give up my convictions on what made me upset. I have two things to say about that. Well, firstly, most people aren't going to act like your mother. <laughs> and if Tell they do, that's like a, you know, a red flag. Cause you don't want to have to deal with that. Yeah. That's not how, you know, uh, but number two as well, I hate that your dad's advice was just say sorry because what's so frustrating is when you feel unheard and you're like, Hey, this is like a problem I have. And they're like, sorry. And you're like, wait, no, but I just, yeah, you know, and they're like, I'm sorry. You're right. And you're like, wait, that's it's too. so that sucks too. infuriating. It's no discourse. It's nothing. It's like, it's, it, it's so you're not even listening to me. Mm -hmm. You're not even listening to me. You're just trying to make this go away. Yeah. I need to have a conversation about it and I won't shout or argue, but I need I them to be like, Oh, I see what you're saying. So when you when I said that, that's right. That's it. Just like and and that's the kind of guy I am. Well, I was. I'm trying to get over it. But that was the kind of guy I was. Um, if you dated me, like my last girlfriend, <clears throat> she just kept saying, "Stop saying sorry. Stop yeah. saying sorry. I'm not gonna believe your sorry's anymore." Mm -hmm. And I had to do a point where I was like, you know, I but I am sorry. I just fuck up a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm so I am sorry about that. But I yeah, I gotta stop fucking up. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. if I do fuck up, I will apologize. But she's like, you do it too much. Yeah, you know? yeah. Oh, sure. I even said the same to my boyfriend because he said something like, uh, he feels I don't really drop things. And I was like, I'll drop it when I feel you've actually understood what we're talking about. Because you, I said, I'll go, oh my God, that was really annoying. You'll go, I'm sorry. And I'm like, wait, and you're, you're right. And it's like, you oh, can't just, it, you can't. it drives me mental. Yeah, you got to have an actual conversation about it. Yeah. And so his know? thing was, well, you don't really drop things. And I was like, if it's, if the conversation is still happening, it's not me not dropping it. It's in real life. Yeah. It hasn't so, been figured yeah, out. Yeah. If I'm bringing it up, um, like we haven't been dating long enough for me not to not drop stuff. If I'm yeah. still bringing it up a month later um, or like a week or even the next day and the next day and the next day, and yes. I'm not that's not dropping it. Yes. But like. Ha being like okay we're sitting there and have a conversation and you just go i'm sorry but he is younger and in fairness to him he was like okay i understand what you're saying yeah when i when i called him on it and he was like yeah that's fair enough yeah, we're all figuring it out he was like i am truly sorry i just don't know what to say in the moment and yeah. he's like i need to take some time and i was like oh, so technically you're not dropping <laughs> <laughs> but it's like yeah just figuring each other out yeah it's like I'm trying to get good at that shit, too. That's probably why I need to stop fucking smoking weed. But I because it like makes me stupid and everything. Mm -hmm. But, you know, something happened with the not something happened. That makes it so dramatic. There was a uh, there was something I had to say to the girl that I'm currently seeing just to be like, hey, this is a boundary that I'm setting. <gasps> okay. um, That's great. Totally cool. But I just have to say this early on. Like I was just like, boom. Yeah, because. Something happened the day before, and I, I think I talked to you about this, you where I went, I went, oh, I was thinking about that. You did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you were like, that is I'm weird. I'm still thinking about it. That is weird. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is a, this is, I know your Patreon members are probably like, give us the fucking <laughs> juice, dude. Is this just for Patreon? Does this go live? Um, This, the audio will go live, but if you want to send it in on Patreon and you want me to cut out, I can cut it out. Let me think about this. I'm not going to say any names, but. No. Okay, here here's here's the thing. When the person that I'm I that I was I'm currently seeing is like, "Oh, this person at this bar is hitting on me." Yeah. Now, whether or not I'm not in a world where I'm going I don't trust you, but not like, you know, 
whatever. But I, I, I am. I said to her, I was just like, hey, just don't tell me that stuff because I get fucking insecure about that. And I don't really want to know when someone's laying on the moves when I'm not there. You know what I mean? This is so mature of you. How did she respond? She perfectly. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Uh, of course. Yeah. I was just saying this. She actually said, I don't know if I, 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 she was like, she was like, I was saying this because I thought maybe you'd like it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not and like some, I'm not trying to make you jealous, but that you it might was get like, turned on that by I might it. get turned on yeah, by yeah, it. Yeah. And I went, well, that doesn't turn me on. And some people would. So some actually, people do. Yeah. Yeah, especially New York people. They're all wild. Yeah. I mean, hey, I, I ain't no fucking... I'm a crazy motherfucker too. I mean, but you'd have to be involved. Like if you were yeah. at a bar and well, that's what I said to her. I was yeah. like I was like, it's one thing if I'm there and we're like talking about this hot chick that walked in and like, oh my god, this chick is like hitting on me. Yeah. Should we try to like yeah. have a threesome or something? Like that's fine. Yeah. But if I'm not there, you're just telling me that someone's laying on the moves. And like, what am I not going to be insecure about that? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not like I'm like, look, in my head, I'm going, yeah. First of all, we're not a thing, so you can do whatever you want. Secondly, if you if we were a thing and you did that, bye then I guess. Yeah. You know. Also, I like as well that so just for the listeners because you already said it was a woman. Um. So this girl you're dating is bisexual. So it's not like she's just like some straight woman being like, oh, my God, a girl was. So Yes. And I like that you're giving because sometimes men will be like, well, I don't care if it's a woman. And it's like, OK, well, you should be equally. Yeah. You should be equally threatened by women and men if your partner is bisexual. Yeah. I'm a very sensitive sound. <laughs> Which so. is great, though. You're giving you're actually being very respectful to women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, whatever. We're all fucking, you know. Yeah, I'm the best. <laughs> I am the best, huh? I know. I'm meant to be on the, you know, on podcasts, they say you're meant to be controversial and like, you know, like say things to your guests. And I'm just like, you're a fab. You're yeah. wonderful. I know. I'm just an <laughs> idiot on every podcast. Um. So, no, that's great. And that just shows already growth that you've, because I think coming back to the not, so like you were able to say, okay, I need this boundary and that makes me feel really uncomfortable. Yeah. If that had been a few years ago or for people who are in, who are worried about talking about their feelings sometimes they can blow i think the fear is that you talk about it and it comes out all gobbledy weird yeah. because you're not used to talking about it or that you might get emotional and people are afraid of getting overwhelmed with emotion totally because you're afraid you'll say the words and then get upset and that feels very vulnerable but when you don't say it in that situation that could have happened again in a month that could have happened again in two months yeah. and you could have just blown up because you would have stored in all 100%. that 100 and then been like and I would fuck have. you and they would have been like and it'd be over something like you didn't get the milk for the tea? And they're like, oh. Yeah, yeah. You're always so forgetful. And you're trying to fuck everybody else. So you want to <laughs> fuck this teapot? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. That's why it's, it's so important to say it when you exactly. feel it. Exactly. It's rocking the boat so that it, the boat will sail yes. more smoothly. 100%. I say this now, and that's one thing I learned because if I, if I don't, it'll block in and it'll come out all arsed ways. So I say to partners now, like, I'll be like, I have to say everything out loud so it doesn't fester my brain. Mm -hmm. And the other option is if I, if I don't say it, like, never think that I'm, because I know with my boyfriend now, when I first, when we first started dating, he thought he was getting in trouble. And I was like, you're not getting in trouble. I'm just, I need to talk about this when it happens. Mm -hmm. I need to be like, oh, 
this was kind of weird and I feel but this could be my own insecurity and he was like oh I feel like a bit on edge when you do that and I said what the other option is I don't talk about it and a couple of months later comes out all arsed and then he was like actually I've had that before and I don't want that so yeah I would rather just like that and I know that like and I don't want to say this to sound callous or like because I don't know I don't want it to come off that way but sometimes you like you have to look at everything like okay is it is this if this ends will I survive and yeah. most answers are yeah. Yeah. Most of the time the answer is yeah. It's not Romeo this and Juliet. Is, it's not really Shakespeare. <laughs> this is going to suck if, you know, emotionally this is going to take a toll. I might dye my hair green after. Yeah, but a couple of months will go by and I'll still be alive. So, like, is if this problem that I have starts a fight and it becomes a deal breaker... Me being like, I don't care if it's not that I don't care if this ends, but I know I'll survive will allow me to fight more because because I'll go, I'm going to fight for this. But if it gets to a point because that's the only reason to be like, no, yeah, you're right, because you don't want it to end and you're afraid to rock that boat. But if you're like, hey, I'm down to fight for this, but if it's got to end, it's got to end. You will fight for it more. I think. I, and you'll I agree say how with you. you feel and everything more. And it'll mean you'll last longer too. Yeah, not in bed if anyone's, you know, you know me. <laughs> but my therapist is we're, <laughs> we're we've been working a lot on that in therapy and the thing is, I just realized this too with me confronting things now. It used to be when I would do it, I would go, I'm doing this so I can tell my therapist I did this. <laughs> It was, and but the most recent thing, I just it just hit me. I was like, "Oh, I did that," uh, uh, you know, apropos of my own feelings, not not to impress my therapist. It's funny because Sam last week we did a whole episode about therapy. He's very pro therapy, and now you're just naturally to- yeah. also talking about therapy. I know you're I obviously know. very pro it as well. I'm such a pro therapist. I I don't want to repeat what the listeners listened to last week, but no, it's fine. I'm pro therapy, but I'm also. I can see through it a little bit. I go, this is still bullshit, but there is something fundamental about it. Yeah. Like if you can just, you know, when you first start going to therapy, your therapist is like your father. Yeah. It was like everything he says is like, you know, I'll go, my therapist says this <laughs> and whatever. And I still kind of do that. It's, it is this weird, the therapy is this weird floating God. That's always kind of there, I guess. But, I'm not as annoying with it. Like I bet my family was like, Jesus, this guy fucking talks about therapists all the time. Oh my, fa- I I've like called my sister and be like, well, my therapist was thinking like, you but know. I liked that, especially during the pandemic. I felt like I was getting a lot of uh, secondhand therapy. I know from me, yeah. yeah. It was nice though because I was like, hmm, he is right. Yeah, but there is an anxiety about it where when you're going to therapy and you are getting better, and I guess this might just be a mental thing that I have to deal with, but. There's an anxiety that I go through of, am I just living my life to tell this guy on every Wednesday that I'm doing okay? Yeah. And being like, you will not believe I confronted blue, blue, blue. And I'm just counting the days till I get to tell the fucking my therapist that. I mean, you know? but that's okay. 
If that's what's kind of... No? I don't want to live <laughs> for my therapist. I mean, live for yourself then. Live for yeah. your friends. Well, tell yes. I think I've gotten Yeah, you have to that. tell your friends too. That was one of the things that I said to some, and I won't get too much into it, but one of the negatives of therapy was that sometimes people will only be vulnerable to their per- therapists and not the people they need to be as well. Mm. But you're very vulnerable with your friends I'm and too family. vulnerable. No, it's good. Because you're always like, that hurt me. And then yeah. it's good because then you get the opportunity to go, oh god i actually meant it like this and then you're like oh okay because the other day someone um oh my god i have a couple of things in my brain i want to talk to you about but the other day uh someone messaged me on instagram being like they couldn't do my show okay and i was like last minute but i was like right and then they apologized again the next day and i didn't want them to feel bad so i was like don't worry it happens to me all the time all the time lately so unorganized but then they wrote oh, well, this is the first time it's happened to me, but good for you staying busy. But good for you in Ireland is usually sarcastic. Good for you is also kind of sarcastic here, but I understand what they meant. And I was like, my feelings were kind of hurt because I was like, I'm not trying to be like I'm busy. Oh, you also cancel on my show. I'm just being nice. Yeah. But then I just, because I see him around and I was like, I'm just going to ask and I'm going to be like, oh my God, good for you. My country means sarcasm. So for a second, I thought you were being mean to me. And he was like, oh no, not at all. And then he made like a joke saying something else. He was like, and then I was like, I need an American translator. And just that, and I think that reason why I did that is because that time, remember I was like, said something to someone and I was like really worried about it. And you were like, I was still thinking about it a few weeks later. And you were like, just say it to them because they might not remember, but they're not going to be like, what an asshole either. the confrontation of it because it's also like, and you know what you did that was great is you didn't you didn't say, hey, you know, that hurt me how you said that. Yeah. There's a lot of people that I think when they start learning to confront, they 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 immediately jump to defense. This is going to be defensive and yeah. this is going to be a thing. But what you did was go, this is what's going on in my head right now. Yeah. Okay. I just want to let you know. You gave the person the benefit of the doubt to not mean what they said or even if something hurt, you go like, you, you don't have to go. Yeah, you just did it perfectly. It was like Yeah, well, I think that's one thing as well that is really important. If you're ever... Because sometimes people will apologize or they'll say things, but you yeah. just automatically put someone on the defense. And it's like, you don't need to do that. You just t- take it from your side. So be like, hey, when I said this, this is what I meant. Um, and I just wanted to clarify that instead of being like, yeah. when you said this, this made me say this because you said that. But that's why. I, and it's like, don't you yeah. don't need a. It is very funny um, when people first get into like self-healing and uh, <laughs> I am incredibly guilty of this as well of making it kind of a big personality like you're I'm like you know I, I'm the I'm a guy that meditates and I stopped <laughs> drinking and I go to therapy and I confront people <laughs> and that was just kind of the personality of being like look at me and now I'm like you know, I've been in therapy for years and I'm kind of getting out of the honeymoon phase yeah. of not drinking where it's all just kind of a nightmare that I have to live with instead <laughs> of telling people every moment that I'm not drinking. And you learn how to confront. But but what I mean by that is like there was a and I already told you this, but I think it's very funny and we could bring this up is I was on stage. I was talking to a friend of ours the other night and she is now very much getting into self-healing in a way like uh, whatever. And. <laughs> and she said she said some she was telling me about a story about a guy that something happened in bed that was she, I think she was like yeah this dude called me a bro in bed and 
I just busted her balls about it. I go, you know what? I, I don't believe you anyway. I go, you got too many stories like this. I don't believe you. What was what's what's the other side of the story? But I'm, I'm trying to you know grind her gears a little bit. And then I and then they're like Brendan Sagalow, <laughs> and I walk away, and she's laughing, and I'm laughing. So I think everything's all hunky dory. Yeah. Little did I know she's stewing the entire time while I'm on stage. And it wasn't like a short set. You did what, 15, 20 I did 15 minutes. minutes 16 yeah. minutes, actually. Yeah. Oh, I, same. Uh, I did 16. Ran, me ran, too. Ran the I ran line. the light. I was having too much fun. Yeah. Uh, I was not having fun and I ran the light. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so she's probably sitting there in her new self-healing uh, kind of self-aggrandizing like you know what i'm gonna confront him i'm gonna uh, say how you got to she's probably tossing and turning well he was kidding no uh, no you well even if he was kidding and still hurt your feel you know all of that that i can picture in her head because i've gone through that exact fucking thing and then the minute i get off stage and if there are any comics that are listening to this don't fucking do this uh the minute i got off stage from a bad set by the way and she goes, I'm like sweating, wiping, you know, <laughs> wiping my tears and sweat out of my face. And she comes out, she goes, she goes, you know what you said was really hurtful. And I was like, ah! I, I was like, are you are, are you kidding? She's like, why would you say that to me? That was really hurtful. And I was like, I was kidding. I'm kidding. I like that's where I am the person that's the problem there, because I should have just went like I went like, what? Uh, uh We'll talk about this in a second. Like, give yeah. me a fucking second. What are you talking about? Or maybe not. Maybe that would have been a big thing. I think maybe I did the right thing. I just went, I'm kidding. Jesus Christ. And I walked away. <laughs> I went, are you I, Like, I was obviously kidding. She was like, you were? I was like, yeah, we laughed. You laughed. What the fuck is going on? I think that's fine because here's the thing. It's making a mountain out of a mohill. Like, even yeah. like in that situation where you're like, you're lying. She should have been just like... Yeah, you're just jealous of that fucking, you know, like, she, yeah, what she did. She was like, you're the one with nail polish on. And I just flipped her off and I went, hey, and we laughed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so. It felt like a movie. And then. But yeah, I, I, as well, when people get defensive about those things, sometimes I'm like, and then I'm like, wait, are you lying? <laughs> what are you was gonna, it? Wait, that when the people time? get so, de- when you're like joking and you're like, I don't believe that. And someone's like, it's true. No, then I'm like, oh. No, I don't believe it. Like, I it gets so thing. defensive. When someone gets really defensive, I'm like, why are you? And it's other, ta- it's other times maybe just because someone is defensive. But I think there's like an issue under there. And I also, because I get like this, I'll get defensive if what I'm saying is true and my friends insist that I'm lying. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, if I, I am telling. So there is a there is a defense there. But I will say, I do also think comics will lie about shit. Just exaggerate and be I funny. Did. Yeah, I yeah. did. I did. When I when I was younger in Galilee, I would lie all the time. I'd yeah. be like, this didn't, this happened. And, and I would tell my friends it happened so that mm. they would say, say it on stage. And I'd mm. be like, Ugh, you know what I mean? So like, I think there's some people that aren't good enough yet to be able to see the the actual things that happen in their life and make that funny yeah well honesty is the funniest thing i think anyway like a lot of time people be like so how'd you write that joke and i'm like that's that that's just, just happened, happened. <laughs> and then i'm like can happened. i even write jokes and i'm just like living this insane life some some stories that are lies are good like if they're if they're really acted well like like Chappelle does did this yeah. uh 
I think all, uh, he, he did this story in his second special about a guy on a bus who was like jerking off. And I'm sure it was just a guy on a bus jerking off, but he made this whole big story out of it where the, the homeless guy stands up and he's like, nobody move. I wanted to be cool about this, you know, yeah, and like yeah. says that all happened. And it's like, that probably didn't really happen. Yeah. Well, like you also exaggerate. Like I have like a, a whole guy who did this thing, but he's like five guys. Because I'm not gonna be like, and then this other guy did this, and then this other guy did this, and yeah. then this other guy. Because this is easier, so there yeah, is a yeah, creative yeah. license to it. But you know, it's pretty much all based off truth. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think in oh, also so with her coming up to you and confronting you, let's say, and the word confront, and then people say to confront. I also think confront sounds like, oh, we're gonna get mad, but it's okay to be like just address. Like I think addressing a situation with someone being like, hey, I just wanted to actually ask you about that because it's bothering me and then the other person be like oh god no it didn't even mean anything so you can confront people like that but i think confront sounds like we're gonna have a fight i'm yeah. ready to go where it can just be like because most of the time whatever's in your head it's not it's like it's, your perception of a situation the other person just said something casually they didn't mean it it's also They're not thinking like, about it ever again stop taking yourself so seriously yeah it's like that's there is a thing about confrontation and there is something that we all need to learn to do to especially in work and career you need to learn how to go I'm not going to do that I'm not going to allow this but when it's like a friend and you're joking around and you feel yourself get a get an ego hit and you're like you know cuz she's probably like well that did happen why would he not and you know he's attacking my uh my uh honesty or whatever just fucking laugh at it just go like oh he was probably just kidding and even if he wasn't that's a funny thing to say and it's also like who cares if who you don't believe cares? her who cares there is some things where it's like just when you feel yourself and i again i will repeat i am a sensitive sally yeah. i get very sensitive on things <laughs> but a lot of the times i have to go stop taking this so seriously come on yes fucking grow up just have a chat i have chats on myself chat. in the head all the yeah. time and i always go if this was like brendan sam or leland or like tori i guess tori a lot and then it's always good to have yeah. that friend like so me and tori will voice message each other or call each other or if two irish girls the same we voice message and you don't even need to respond sometimes it's more just like we just <coughs> want to say it out loud and like mid voicemail you'd be like such and such said this and, and then at the end you go Actually, I heard it out loud. It's not as bad. It's not as bad as yeah. <laughs> and you just feel better. So sometimes, just having a friend that you can oh vent to—that's like a safe space—or have that conversation in your head. Like, if Tori was telling me this, I'd probably be like, "Ah, no, that's not a big deal." Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, it's gray, man. It's not black and white. There isn't like different ways to handle yeah. i mean there isn't like the same way to handle everything it's different ways some things i catch myself some things don't affect me at all where as last year if it was last year if that person said that to me i'd be like hey man you know you said this thing to me and blah blah blah, blah. now i there's more things that i laugh at and i because i don't take myself that seriously anymore and i yeah. go I go, oh, that's funny, you know, whatever. Some things you will, I will go, fuck you, dude, and I'll laugh back at it. Some things do deserve that phone, yeah. that, hey, man, you fucking, yeah. it's all, it's all gray, dude. Yeah, and I blew up on a person this weekend, and I'll save it to talk about on the Patreon, just because I have fucking nothing to talk about on the Patreon this week. But I did blow up on a person, and I still stand by it, and it was the first mm -hmm. time I really stood up for myself, and there were so many layers that played into it, and I think 
you know it's funny like it's easy to be like we're all equal but there's so many things like that just like in society in different situations yeah that just play into it and you go and you don't even someone can say something and it brings out all of that where you're like oh my god i've been living with this shit for six years i've had you know and then that one person they just get it all comedy (laughs) is really bad for that comedy Mm. is like we are all a woman who has been verbally abused for if if not abused in general but just verbally abused for years and years and years going i gotta take this i gotta take this and then one day we just fucking just because not worked it Remember in 2017 yeah. when you said fucking this yeah. and, you know, you just blow up on some guy but, who's like booking you or something. But it's not. And I still that guy the other night deserved to be blown up. And he, he and yes. I, I just felt I'm doing it for all the other women out Good there. For you, yeah. And other people and any comic that he has disre- that he doesn't respect. But this is the thing. There's no HR. There's um, you're always just like, you know, this is how a lot of people end up sexually assaulted yeah. or a lot of. Uh, and it's the same for men too being sexually assaulted by other men um so it's not just women there's been a lot there's a lot of cases in ireland where there was a comedian sexually assaulting i don't think it was ever proved so i'm not gonna say who i don't wanna get in trouble not that he's fucking listening to this mm-hmm. but um and it's a you know and there since there's no hr and you're trying to live your dream and you're all so needy and like so desperate to live your dream people take advantage of you they totally. don't they don't pay you they're like why would i pay you when i why would i pay brandon to do a set when i can yeah. have katie do it for free and yeah. Katie really just is an immigrant and she really wants to uh, prove herself and prove that she moved to this country and left her family and friends for the right reason. So she's more likely to do a 30 minute set yeah. for lesser money than you. And there's no HR. There's no, this is the standard agreed payment. This is for whatever credit you have. This is, or for whatever years or whatever you're close. You know, there's no rules. That's there's why, no, yeah. uh, there's no like, okay, then a guy's going to ask you to go on the road and you're like, and then he sends one flirty message, and you're like, "Shit, do I still go on the road, or does he oh expect me to God, fuck him?" Oh my God, I couldn't fucking imagine that. Yeah. That that. I had a woman tell me, "Jesus Christ!" She went on the road with this guy, and like, she's not like she's not like club comic so she's still working on her stuff mm. you know um, you know she's not like so it was a good opportunity to go yeah and this person is married and he uh when they were in the bedroom he closed the door and was like so i was thinking maybe we could like and they had two beds and he was like i was thinking like we could like you oh know. my god yeah and she was like is that why you brought me to open and he and oh, he, he said something like mean like well you're not that funny or something whoa and then he was like i'm just joking i'm just joking and she was like let me out of the room and she barged out um, and she's very was, were they sharing a room i think i don't know i don't know but he was like he you know he basically implied like let's fuck and he's like of course oh god and i really like his comedy so i was like who no i was part of me was like i don't want to know this yeah <laughs> oh my god. but yeah so um but yeah and there's like loads of stories like that and loads of gray lines and or like you say but yeah it's just uh that's fucking nuts mental it's, career going back to the confronting thing is which i just thought about is sometimes i'll express how i feel and then literally the minute i get it out i'm like that was so stupid why was i bitching about that you know what i mean oh yeah and once that's why i think it's always good to run it by someone i think it's really good to have have friends who are locked boxes have friends who just won't who forget shit i disagree though i think oh I, I i do i mean i think if you're i i understand what because you're saying it's good to but I, sometimes i feel like if i say something to tori i go 
God, that was so silly. I really don't need to yeah. worry about it. It yeah. just depends on, I guess, the extent of it. Because sometimes it just is your own insecurity. Like, yeah. I've had things where I've been insecure about my friends. And I have a group of Irish friends and I've been insecure. But I've never said it to them about what the issue was. Because just luckily, I'm at a point in my life at the time where I was able to go this is only because this group reminds me of a group I went with away with and they did all this shit and it was it all fell apart it was very messy and there was a lot of mean stuff and I think I can be quite insecure with a group of girl Irish friends Mm. and so I have to be like oh this is me and that just reminds me of that that and also it doesn't matter if not all of them like you or if you don't if you don't vibe well with someone with one person in the group so yeah, sometimes it's good to not even do it at all and just really think about it. Yeah, think about it and be like, you know what? They probably they were probably just trying to be funny. They and you know it's okay if you were such and such. And like yeah. I love this group of people, but I remember when I was first going in, I was like a little nervous. And but I've never had that with comedy people, but I think it's because comedy groups are just so big and it just was the first time having irish friends over here and i wanted yeah. to like fit in but then all i could talk about they'd be like talking about interesting things and i'd be like well this week we covered sex yeah. <laughs> and i'm like why am i talking about sex and then like over the past i feel so much more comfortable and like things like that and more like yeah but it's just because when i was in i went to chicago with a group of irish people and there was like a group of girls and they just had a falling out with me because one of the girls her boyfriend was cheating on her and she felt like i should have told her that but i actually didn't know but his his her boyfriend was my boyfriend's best friend oh but like i actually didn't know but she was very upset about that and they did a lot of things where she told the other girls and they were like kaylee's a bitch and then like one time i came back and they were like watching a movie and i went into the room and they were like we're watching a movie and they closed the door on me yeah and that is very that's crazy but that's why i think it's better to talk to the person in general and not go to the friends because the friends can filter your mind sometimes oh 100 percent. and like that was we were we were 19 but i mean now so now when i when i started having a group of irish friends i was so excited but i was also like i hope this doesn't happen again but that was my own like little trauma and thankfully i've done this podcast and you know with comedy you have to be so introspective that i know that i'm like oh, okay, this is just my my yeah. thing if I feel nervous about it. Yeah, I flip out on Canon, Mike Cannon and Mike Feeney, um, my co-hosts for my podcast, which you should all check out. <laughs> it's called Here's the Scenario, and we have a Patreon with a bunch of stuff. Um, I flip out on them at least once a fucking week. I'm always like, yeah. what the fuck, guys? <laughs> you know? And they're like, all right. At this point, I I think they're just like, I think they understand. They're like, all right, Brennan's just going to flip the fuck out. I I had a thing where me and Feeney, we make sketches together. You've been in in a ton of them. Yeah, I'm always just like, hello, and then we, it's gone. Yeah, exactly. We we actually, I think you're, you're, you've been in three and you've only had one line yeah. in, so far. You're always drinking. You're always drinking. <laughs> you're always drinking. <laughs> uh, anyway, so... Sometimes I'll get people being like, I love you in Mike's sketches. And I'm, I go, they're ours. We yeah. write them together and we do them together. They're very much his style, but they're, they're ours. Mm-hmm. So it hurts when you don't get credit and stuff. Yeah. And especially when, a, uh, when the video gets like 200 likes tops. <laughs> so we put all this work and we put it up and it sucks and it gets nothing. And... People are also not giving me credit, like more credit than I think that I deserve. 
and I like flipped out and I, I just quit the whatever it was. I was like, we can't make sketches together anymore. It, it's not good. Like people are people aren't assuming. I we got to go our own way. I got to do my own thing. And he was just like, all right, man, if that's how you feel. And I just went. Nah, I don't know what the fuck's wrong. With <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're just having a moment. I went, I'm having a thing, and, and he was fine. just like, "Do you need to be alone right now? Yeah. Like, what the hell is happening?" Because like, <laughs> I quit and made a whole big thing, and then immediately, immediately, same text. I didn't even put the phone down to think about it, and I just went, "Ah, no, I'm fucking around. I don't know." Sometimes though, you need to just freak out to go. Actually, I'm fine. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to. I need to let the fucking steam out of my yeah, ears yeah, for yeah. a second. Oh, I had such a steam the other night, and it was so good. What do you mean? Well, I had a massive fight with Leland. He didn't do anything. I just was, but it was. We never have those, and he's very like, he hates confrontation. Oh my I god! I mean, he he it and shrivels I, up and like I an armadillo. Was really annoyed with something he said, and I was like, yeah. I felt like I can't argue because he hates confrontation, and I just thought, fuck it. And I let, <laughs> I love him. it. You let the fucking uh, world burn. He was like, it was all via text message, but I knew because he was like, I don't know what to say. And I was like, yeah. This was all text message. Yeah, because, you know, I, we had a phone call and he said some dumb. I'll talk about it on the Patreon, but, and he's great. But Man, I'm interested in this I know. Patreon. You've, you've said so much stuff that I'm like, I can't wait to listen well, to it. Because if I talk about it on the real podcast, I'll have nothing to talk about on the yes, Patreon episode. That's um, actually the best thing to do is be like, all right, I'm going to save the juicy stuff for the yeah. Patreon. Get on it, folks. Yeah, get on. Because the thing is, as well, he said something that actually, if I stand in his shoes, is very innocent, but it is something that i have said is like kind of upsets me so in my shoes there's a there's a uh, there's more there's more layers to it that he doesn't realize so oh my god i can't wait to know this it's like when you have a trigger and you're you're just different people saying different things but i guess anyway if you want to work in it together in a relationship it's okay to have arguments and be like fuck you can't fucking of course you need arguments you um you know what I wait? I wanted. You don't need them. But. You are well. I think I I like having a good argument sometimes. Like not shouting or screaming, but I like being like, I don't like this. Yeah. And I, and then it's out of my system. But um, uh, the thing with love as well. So back to the love thing. And I, was, I still want to ask you about weed as well. But the love thing. Um, like, do you ever think about how like movies and books? I've always I grew up reading books, and then like even like so like my mother would be like a real like she never she never met anybody in the end because you know but um, okay big into romance and so we would have watched a lot of those movies and i would have read a lot of books about it since i was small i was always reading romantic books and i just think a bit of it has like you know there's always this dramatic event and i just like me and himself now this is the healthiest relationship i've ever had but it is bordering on born in a nice way but it's just easy and I'm just not used to that. I'm used yeah. to like, you know, a guy checking my pulse or a guy being an alcoholic yeah. and being like, my life's falling apart. And it, it's, I have to always remind myself, oh, this is the way love should be. And that other stuff was, was just toxic. But I also think a lot of movies and books, yeah. they like, they fix them and then it worked out or they had this drama. Yeah. I don't want any of that shit either. Yeah. Like, I want to be able to answer, to talk honestly and also be able to talk things out and like apologize if I need to or like whatever. I don't know what I'm saying, but uh, I do feel like I don't want any relationship like that because if you're going to be with someone for the rest of your life, yeah. there's going to be real issues yeah. that are going to come up. That's true. There's going to be bills to pay. Yeah. There's going to be 
the like buying a house maybe there's gonna yeah. be wedding planning shit like that where it's like i guess wedding planning isn't really that big of a deal and it's fun i don't know but mm. real issues not stuff that's like like you could get sick you might yeah or might like not be someone, able to have kids and need to talk about all yes, those other options exactly and like so so, true. You, there's no fucking time for someone to be emotionally manipulative yeah or and traumatic. and emotionally neglectful or yeah. or um but that type of people can be very yeah but those people can be very addictive because they give you a little bit of love they take it away then they give you a lot and there's that addictive and i i have thought for a long time that's what love is so i really have to be like to myself me too no this is this healthy easy because margo said something great on one of the episodes she said she was like i want i would like a relationship but right now i just want to fuck around and have fun because those aren't the type of guys that you you pick as a partner like you got to be very particular what you and it, it really resonated with me because it's like oh yeah like leland's not really like someone you just fuck around with no offense to him but he's like you know he's not he's like very wholesome yeah and like got his shit together he's like honey i'm home yeah pretty much like i'm like oh my god like you know when they do impressions of he's like how white guys dance on tiktok i'm like oh god that's leland because <laughs> um, irish guys aren't like that they just don't dance they don't like yeah they smoke cigarettes in the, yeah, in the gymnasium they're just like oh whatever i actually it was funny because like well, no, I'll finish this talk first, but um, this is the problem with ADD. I'm like, oh, but um, he he's like a partner. He's like, a li- like, I forgot to take my antibiotics and he like got them off Sam and brought them down. And that's just like, he feels obligated. Wow. He's like, oh, of course, like I can do that. I have time. Like he's a he's a partner. That's what a partner does. Oh, my God. Um, you know, they do things to make your life easier they're you know they care about you yeah. they check in with you everything's easy he's not trying to like like i was dating that guy for a few months and he was like would say things like you're pretty attractive or like you know like things to kind of like neg you but he's just like you're gorgeous yeah of course why like you know it's yeah. just easy he's not there's no there's no manipulation or games behind it it's like yeah. oh yeah that's like long-term partner stuff that's great what was i gonna say there i had another talk and then i lost it that's some real shit yeah i know it's also kind of scary because you're like okay well guess this is it now <laughs> no because but, something might happen and then you'll be oh no i hope not oh, i'm God. not saying it will yeah yeah, yeah. But, but no but, i hope not he's amazing like i am lucky if something happens it's because he'll be like what's this fucking lunatic oh <laughs> no um he wait what was i gonna say though we were talking about oh, oh i totally lost my train of talk because i had two thoughts there you said what were we talking before i went on that um, partners toxic I, addicted i don't know manipulation i lost it emotional manipulation i lost easy. it easy your boyfriend's easy. easy he's boring no like in a fu- in a good way like an idiot. <laughs> uh, you wouldn't think you'd ever fuck multiple people no, I could what trust was the other him. Stuff you were saying? He's ugly. No, he's gorgeous. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> he's handsome for sure. I know him. He's a, he's a handsome fellow. Right, he is, yeah. Cleans up real well. He does clean up well. Cleans Sometimes up then he comes well. out in some shirt that I'm like, ah, Leland. Very funny, too. He is. A, he's so, he's very underrated. But that's the only thing with him as well. He's 26. She doesn't have the same thing. Like, I live with his best friend. His best friend's 35. We have serious anxieties about comedy because, of course, there's a woman you're always like well i need to get to this level you know because there's a time ticking and yeah. that's like maybe if you decide to have kids a biological clock or whatever there's a lot of pressure but he's just this 26 year old guy who's like i'm like oh i'm like do you never get frustrated that 
because we'll go like late night and he's just doing late night he doesn't get any spots there and you know someone will kind of bomb and they're going last and then he goes up and cleans up after them while doing checks yeah and i'm just like I'm, but he's just kind of like, ah, it's fine. Because he's still young. He's 26. He's not in any rush. Nope. But he's also he that type of person. But he's that type of person too where he's just like, everything's fucking easy. Nah. Everything. I've never met anybody who just walks around going, nah, it's fine. Yeah. Oh, I knew I was going to say thanks. That waffling there made me get back to my train talk. I was on this podcast and I was saying what a big cultural difference I feel between dating American men and Irish men. And I don't know. You're Irish American, so maybe you'll relate to this. But okay american men i've noticed a lot of the ones i've dated and some of them have been like actually just immigrants so they haven't even been american but there's something about the new york vibe where they're like telling you all their emotional shit and they're like you i've never met anyone like you yeah i've never felt like this um like oh you know i i've I've, like i've never felt like this you know and i i i've never met like i've never had this experience and then like a few months later it's not real or they don't want you to be their girlfriend or it was all just shit to get you into bed. And it's funny because for an Irish person, that'd be so embarrassing to do that. And I I found dating Irish men, it's more... And again, this is a broad generalization. And it might have changed since I've left. But it's more like, you could be dating them a while. And you're like, do you even like me? Yeah. Like, ah, yeah, you're great. Yeah, you're great. Yeah, like, I bet I give off that vibe for yeah, sure. They're, it's be- a, more uncomfortable to talk about your emotions. They'd never emotionally manipulate you into bed. Well, because- I think what's <laughs> funny is I talk i talk about my emotions after a couple of times fucking and stuff yeah. like once it starts i get i get like that but you wouldn't be like that first night no but all yeah and also i i do that but i still think i might give off a does he like me yeah. vibe um which is just me fucking building my walls you know staying yeah. bo- staying uh guarded yeah, you, know you gotta I mean? take that wall down. You gotta take the walls down. You gotta take the wall down because you gotta be vulnerable and just get into it. So I'm also speaking to myself here because I'm a big who. And they say something to annoy me, I can feel the wall building back. I'm like, well, that, I knew he was a cunt, yes, <laughs> and yes. it's like he's just done one bad thing. Yes, and you gotta so you gotta take the walls down because that's the only way I'm sure you can experience. And I'm probably still a bit walled up, but it'll just yeah. take time. And then you have to remember, you're like, you get so into it at the start, and it feels all very intense. And then you have to go, geez, it's only been like. for me it's only been like three and a half months like they're still in six months we're gonna feel different it's gonna build like real it's gonna be not as you know it's yeah it's gonna be like real yeah more real yeah and that's like when it like it's like oh geez well that's the other thing as well like he was like oh i missed you so much i was so happy to see you and i was happy to see him and i don't think he realizes that but for me i I missed him, but I was happy he was gone for four days because I got to do my own thing. Yeah. I got to catch up on stuff because when he's here, I want to see him. But yeah. it was the first time I didn't feel like that unhealthy attachment of like, oh, he's away. I wish he was here. What's he doing? I yes. was like, to- I'm totally fine without him. It's great, too, because I uh, when I'm seeing somebody, I fucking lose sleep. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, we're, you it's know, not healthy banging in- until whatever in the morning. <laughs> Am I right? Fellas. Um, <laughs> and, and then like in the morning staying in bed and like how relaxing that is. Oh, so like the so rest nice. of the day, I'm like, whatever. I know. No. And that's like, that's why I love, he works away a lot. And I love that. Yes. Cause, cause when I know he's in te- like, he's here, I'm like, Oh, we should be hanging out. We should be doing this. And then he fucking, sl- he was sleepwalking. T- no, he was sleep talking last night. Fucking. What did he say? Oh, I was just gibberish. Stop talking about me on the podcast. 
Yeah, he said, he said, stop telling people I can't dance. He said, this is so embarrassing. He said, she's the girl in my dreams. So then when he woke up, I go, oh. well, wait, I go, who were you dreaming about last night? Oh my God. <laughs> Before I told him. Psycho. I know, That's yeah. hilarious. And then he goes, I don't remember. And I go, okay. And I go, were you dreaming about any other women? And he was like, okay, I don't remember why. And I go, cause you said, she's the girl in my dreams. He's like, obviously I was talking about you. And I was like, you don't know now. I don't yeah. know. Since you don't remember, we don't know. He could also have been... <laughs> Well, he fucking cheated on me in my dream the other night, so we're not we're not a fan not of Dream cool. Le- yeah. Leland. <laughs> How's Dream Dream Leland's fit? How does he look in dreams? Um, it was actually weird because the other night when he cheated on me, he was him, dream. yeah. But then he say that. turned into my other a guy I used to be roommates with, who I've never even kissed. I don't think I might have blackout one night. Who knows? But um, oh my god, I used to blackout a lot. That's why I don't drink as much anymore. Yeah, I barely yeah. drink. What was I going to say? Um, he could have been dreaming about another woman telling her you're the woman of his yeah, dreams. Yeah, of course, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's a nice guy. You're fine. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. He, like, loves me so much. He's, like, he, like, buys me presents every time he goes away. I'm presents. starting to get a collect. I told him I like, love meerkats, and now I have a, as you saw, I have a of collection of meerkat stuff. So <laughs> funny, because you definitely don't love meerkats as much as you told Leland you do because I've known you for years. <laughs> You've never once mentioned the meerkat. I've <laughs> no. never looked around and seen meerkat anything. You never meant it's never been on a t-shirt. You never been no. not even in passing. Have you mentioned Timon and Pumbaa? Um, is that a meerkat? Timon is a meerkat. I didn't even know that. No, you know what it was? So he's a bit of a geek and I've said this on the Patreon before, but he like, one of our sex maybe second dates he yeah. pulled out like a list of questions on his phone i think yes, i told you this and I he was like that. like they were like like date questions like um what would you do Very if cute. what alien would you be and i remember being like oh this isn't gonna work Fuck oh this. my god like what and then i ended up answering the questions i was like actually that was a lot of fun yeah not too bad not too shabby but one of the questions was what's your favorite animal and why like he's such a geek and oh, i was like oh meerkat and then you know and he has oh my god he oh my god he's such a geek. he has like this is very sweet though and i do like this because i forget everything and i uh. literally will forget what i'm meant to do tonight if i don't write it down and he has like all these lists of like things to do with katie movies to see with katie yeah. and like i think probably things i like so he remembers he's uh-huh. like very giving in relationships wow i what i think happened can i tell you what i think happened, <laughs> yeah, what happened? i think you just i think you said you like a meerkat just in passing <laughs> <laughs> and 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 he was like, that's something about Katie. Oh, meerkat this, meerkat that. Because I've been that fucking guy. I had a girlfriend who said she kind of liked elephants. So I like buy her elephant <laughs> shit and go, see, I know about you. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, you see, I actually do like meerkats and I have a meerkat. <laughs> well, I have a meerkat teddy bear. Oh, female meerkats though. Fucking, they're psychos. So it's just a meerkat bear. Well, I have teddy. I have a meerkat teddy bear that, um, and Leland doesn't know this, and he's not going to be arse listening to this because he has to listen to me talk all the time. But um, he, an ex boyfriend, we were in London together. So this is, and it's one of my, it's one of my longest relationship. Um, so any of my friends listen to this, they're going to be like, oh my god, we know what that is. But I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, we were in London, and I remember saying to him like, oh, I love that meerkat. I love no I love uh TY teddy bears and we went in and he got me a meerkat and I had said I like 
meerkats but there was a small one a medium size and a big one and he got me the small one and i remember thinking of course this cheap bastard will yeah, get yeah, me yeah, the yeah. cheapest goes, one it'll be all right he's got a goddamn meerkat on it She'll yeah. Be yeah but i actually ended up lo- like i still have it and i brought it a lot of places that i travel to with me and it's nothing to do with him i don't like him but it was i you know it'd be like your child in the divorce um yeah. but i and so Leland saw the meerkat and I was like yeah I just really like meerkats and it's funny because then he bought me a meerkat not knowing about this but he got me a big massive teddy wood and I was like oh it shows the difference because this other cheap fucker was yeah. like <laughs> yeah wow yeah but um oh my god wait can I ask you before so we've talked about, about dating and love but before we go we were um we were talking up top a bit about suicide but maybe that's a bit too long to get into and yeah, so how much time do we have we have as much time as you're <laughs> available for um but the other thing we, you were talking about I'm was so hungry yeah so you, we, we'll, you, you, i'm hungry too yeah wanna, we'll get what food. are you doing after this we'll get food you want to get food yeah i just have to be back for class at seven okay so cool. we should wrap this up yeah. well really quickly i want to ask you because weed has become very uh pro i feel like by people in the world and my yes. my personal opinion with weed is that a lot of my friends have like serious anxiety and they talk about having anxiety and then they'll be like fucking smoking a joint and i'm like uh correlation here's the thing is um i have a weird relationship with weed because it does like cool cool me down but i'd probably be better without it like i have to admit at some point this is not good for me you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um but a like a joint or a blunt is fine i never smoke and go oh i don't feel good it's when i take too much edibles yeah is when i'm like oh fuck this is this isn't good it's making me think of all my fucking problems and shit but a joint or whatever but also it's like spending my money and blah 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 and you know i'm talking all this big game game about not drinking but i'm still smoking weed it's it's a very weird situation that i'm in right now that i'm not even trying to overthink it well, yeah, and I get, and I'm, for anyone listening, I'm not judging. Do what you want, um, and I know that there's a lot of arguments for weed being better than drinking. Obviously, but I just think if you have any mental health stuff, it's probably not the best thing. My drinking's probably not the yeah. best, and then and it's something to like really understand about yourself. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, a lot of people do it every single day. Like who? No. I do it every day, all day. See, let's say if you were drinking every day, bad. It's, it's it so really exciting. And that's the other yeah. thing where people are like, yeah, I just I just don't think it should be an everyday substance. No, of course not. Anything in excess is insane except for like, yeah, I can't mm. even think of anything. Cotton candy, maybe. Mm. Water. Pretty, wa- yeah, but you can drown. I was going <gasps> to say water. Oxygen. Yeah. But, but I mean, it's because it's a mood stabilizer. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the thing. Sometimes it really helps anxiety. Does it help? Sometimes it really helps. I, the only and time I did it, it made me anxious. the cause of it. Yeah. Well, the only time I did it made me so anxious. I was like walking around Amsterdam like, yeah. uh, like so paranoid. and Yeah. But I well, also yeah, was it worried it was going to do that. So I think I amplified it in my brain. <laughs> oh my God. Well, listening to my thoughts when I was After a high. while of... of after years of smoking and the edibles and everything, you, I, I have learned to um, just be able to accept it. So if yeah. I'm freaking out, I'm like, this is the weed. Yeah. I'm like, what am I doing? This is the weed. I'm going to be fine. But some, sometimes that shit gets away from you. Sometimes it, that doesn't help. But I'm not going to sit here and be like, it's a great lesson on acceptance. <laughs> yeah. 
You know, because you can learn to accept shit without smoking weed. Why do you want it though? What is it like? I, like it feels good. So okay, so you're just like, oh, this would feel good. This yeah. feel good. It feels good. Yeah. I feel. I don't know. I am definitely addicted to it. Yeah. There is like an addiction. I, I can't. I I I can't think of a reasonable reason to keep doing it, besides that it makes me feel good. Yeah, I um went on a couple of dates with a guy and he was very defensive about it, but he would smoke it every night. But he said because his job was so stressful, it was the only thing that could make him un- unwind straight afterwards. Sure, sure. That's why I smoke all day because life is just stressful. Yeah. But. You know, and if I don't smoke after a couple of days, this is how you know it's addicting. If I don't smoke after a couple of days, I get real cunty. I'm really? Very, I'm very like at the end of my rope. I'm like I that very, with tea. If I, I don't have a cup of tea. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, don't talk to me unless I've had my morning. You know, so it's, uh, I don't know. I can't think of a good reason. And And as somebody, you know, I'm not one of those weed smokers that's like, it's my personality. I just, and like, I'll defend it till the day yeah. I die. Um, I would just, yeah, I can sit here and admit right now that it's like terrible for me, but I'm just going to keep going. Cause. Well, you're doing the lesser of two evils. Cause you I'm give doing up the booze. lesser of two evils. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we'll wrap this up and I'll just say the listeners to, I will do an episode about weed and drugs and stuff like that. Cause I want to, cause I think it's interesting. Yeah. And I, I think we should have talked about that. I can come back for that. Will you come back? Yeah, of course. Okay, come we back. We should have talked about that. We'll do that. Maybe let me know if you're free next week. We just continue this episode on if you Whoa, were. part two. Yeah. Let's do that because they, okay. So, so then, call this one part one. This is part one. And then if Brennan Saglo, part one, love, okay, love, so and, love and ego. Oh, call it love and ego. Okay. And then for the listeners, if you guys have any stories about weed, um, specifically, cause I think that's where the world is becoming more acceptable with it. And like, positive and negative experience and it's specifically in relationships because i think as well if your partner's zogged the whole time and you're not a weed smoker that can be or it can give people maybe it can help with coming or not help with coming or erections maybe yeah. help not help i don't know so it'd be great to oh, get your I'm guys com- stories i'm coming all right <laughs> you're like nothing stopping no, nothing stopping this besides too much fucking does it stop your heart well you know what let's let's save it up we'll talk week. about this part two Sex and drugs. Sex and drugs. Dr- drugs and violence. We'll call it drugs and violence. But try drugs and violence. That's the name of a song. Oh. Or it's called sex and violence, actually. Anyway, hey, let me. Uh, oh yeah, where can you find you? Promote. Sorry, sorry. My sorry. stuff. <laughs> I let every guest do that. And let I me about promote. You. You, you promote. Let me check the time. What do you promote? Everybody, go check out me. <laughs> go check out Brendan Saglo at Brendan Saglo on Instagram on Twitter. If you if this is a TikTok crowd, I am failing miserably at that app so come on by and tell people why you know whatever also check out my podcast here's the scenario and check out the patreon patreon.com slash scenario pod i have music up there i make music and i put that up there and we have sketches and we have uh other podcasts and stuff and and a thing we do called blunts with the boys where we smoke weed and and do podcasts so check it out also, did you see that tweet was inspired by you? Which one? When I, posted, I said, if someone quits booze but keeps hanging out with you, that's the biggest compliment. That's great. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That is a really good tweet. Thanks. It should have done a lot better. We'll that's see you guys for part two. Okay. Love yous. Remember, please DM or uh, contact the shift at Gmail and everything will be anonymous unless you're like, please say my name and home address, you know, whatever you want. Love yous. Bye. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. Let me know if you have any feedback on that episode. 
if you have any stories or advice anything you want to input into the into any future episode or anything you want us to cover so we're going to do a drugs episode tomorrow um again that'll be on the patreon along with solo episodes all of that pay what you want there so please sign up um stand up clips there as well what else follow brendan brendan sagalo everything again will be in the description and yeah if you dm me katie boyle comic with any anything you want us to cover or any guests you want on a friend of mine is going to come on next week because she has a very interesting perspective she's also a comedian um on dating and it was advice i had taken actually at one stage and uh, it was i just spoke to her the other night saying oh my god i actually took your advice so and it worked out well for me so i said actually i'll get her ho- get her on so if you have anything you want advice with or uh, this would be a great episode for listener listener advice um yeah well, nah, i'll let you go and i'll talk to you soon bye hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.